I'm Brendan Zerby and welcome to the Mile Sciences Weekly Podcast, where I bring you topics each week in fitness, nutrition, sleep, cognition, finance, and minimalism to help you become healthier and happier. This week I'm detailing, my sleep hygiene is better than yours. Let's get into it. My sleep quality was awful and I didn't even realize it. It took me years of behavioral and environmental tweaks to fix it. Now I sleep like a baby, one that doesn't wake up at night or cry or poop their pants. Today I'm walking you through all those tweaks. I'm going to detail my sleep hygiene so you don't have to waste years tweaking yours. It's 6.30 a.m. I'm not awake yet, but my automated gadgets are. My Nest thermostat sets the temperature at 70 degrees. Not only is the air getting warmer, but so is my bed. My Uller temperature-controlled mattress pad is triggered with a wake alarm. It too heats up with warm water flowing under my sheets. Not long after, my smart light bulbs begin their sunrise effect. Although I'm in my bedroom, my environment has been automated to simulate daybreak. These factors allow me to wake up each morning naturally, without an alarm, no rude awakening, and no urge to hit snooze. At 8am, it's time to calibrate my sleep-wake cycle. Each of us has a 24-hour circadian clock that controls our sleep-wake cycle. But that clock can shift in duration and time based on the environment and our habits. It can cause us to be alert at night or sleepy in the morning. One of the best ways to calibrate this sleep-wake cycle is with bright light and activity. It's critical to get early morning light exposure. This pulses healthy cortisol through the body for daytime alertness and schedules melatonin's release later for evening sleepiness. I found it best to get a morning outdoor walk to achieve this. Usually it's a 30 minute trip around the block or an early morning run. On work days when I'm short on time, an 8am walk on my treadmill desk in front of windows with the lights bright does the trick. In the afternoon, I avoid naps, alcohol, and caffeine. For years, I would take afternoon naps because of intense drowsiness. Now I realize those naps led to my poor sleep quality. That increased my propensity for naps and poor sleep. It was a vicious cycle. And while naps are okay for some people, they haven't been beneficial for me. And while I've never consumed alcohol or been a fan of caffeine, they are popular. Caffeine consumed in the afternoon is sleep's nightmare. One study showed that caffeine consumed six hours before bed increased time to fall asleep by 23 minutes. Total sleep time decreased by almost an hour and sleep efficiency drops significantly. Alcohol, on the other hand, disrupts the ideal architecture of sleep. This causes abnormalities to your circadian rhythm and poor sleep quality. Therefore, I avoid both. What I do instead is work out. Exercise, whether it's aerobic or anaerobic, increases sleep quality and efficiency. Around 4 p.m., I'll go for a long run, and shortly after, I'll do my resistance training. This physical exertion demands deeper sleep at night for full recovery. At 7 p.m., I just finished dinner, and I'm done consuming calories for the night. This will prevent indigestion and acid reflux hours later when I climb into bed. It's also the same time where my automated gadgets start their dance. Smart lights in my living room, bathroom, and bedroom start to warm and fade. Over the next few hours, they'll simulate an apartment-wide sunset. This allows my melatonin to flourish and sleepiness to emerge. At 9pm, I stop using all digital screens. Unless Tom Brady or Steph Curry are playing. Then I throw sleep hygiene out the window. But when they're not, I'll use the next hour to read, stretch, and meal prep. These relaxing activities don't disrupt my melatonin production like electronic or bright light does. 
While I'm doing this, my Nest cools my apartment to 68 degrees, and my Uller mattress pad turns my bed into a refrigerator. At 10 p.m., I'll walk into my bedroom and close my sound dampening blackout curtains. All these steps have prepared me for a wonderful night's sleep in a dark, quiet, and cool environment. Now I'm ready for eight more hours of magnificent sleep. So here are my final thoughts. Proper sleep hygiene is better than any single hack, tool, or sleep supplement you'll find. It's these behavioral and environmental habits that promote high quality sleep. It starts the moment I wake up to when my head hits the pillow at night. And it's habits like these repeated with consistency over time that'll have you too sleeping like a baby. Thanks for joining me on the Miles Sciences Weekly Podcast, where I detail my habits for health excellence. If you'd like to receive weekly updates on the three most important things I've read, watched, and listened to within the past week, sign up for the Miles Sciences Weekly Newsletter. Those on this list will never miss any of the latest and most important information I share about habits for health excellence. Thanks again, and I look forward to talking with you again next week.